Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. on. Once Upon a Time in India is the movie I'm reviewing today, directed by uh, Ashutosh Gawarikar. Man, written by him as well. Starring Amir Khan, produced by Amir Khan, uh, came out in 2000. And one. The runtime is long, I'm telling you. It is three hours and 44 minutes, but I absolutely had a blast watching this movie. It is a sports movie, which is a genre of film that I enjoy. It follows the same type of pattern as every other sports movie, pretty much, uh, which I enjoy as well. Uh, this movie really had the vibes of a 90s Disney sports movie specifically. Uh, like a feel-good story. Uh, obviously, it's an Indian film, so there's a lot of singing, a lot of songs in this one. Not just a few musical moments, a lot of them. Which is also similar to 90s Disney. Uh, but definitely has that vibe of a 90s Disney. So, kind of a feel-good story. Uh, and, you know, with the sports aspect, it is about a game of cricket. I have no idea how cricket is played. I've never watched cricket. I think I maybe learned how to play cricket once in, in like, school PE uh, for, like, a week or something like that. But uh, a game that I know nothing about. But I can still get – it's still infectious to watch a sports movie – uh, even if you don't know the rules of the sport that's being played. Uh, it, it doesn't really matter. Human emotion is human emotion. You can tell when things are going well and when things aren't going well. Uh, and I, I really love this movie. A high-stakes underdog story. Uh, it also has similarity to the animated film Ants in a lot of ways. Uh, this is a movie that takes place in like the 1800s in India. Uh, where there is uh, imperialism. You have the British imperialism in India that are in charge of this giant region, and there's um, these different farming communities that are there that are all under the umbrella of a king, and the king has to answer to the British. So you see structurally how things are set up, uh, which is just horrible. Uh, but similar to ants, uh, is the uh, these farmers have to they're they're suffering a drought, which is very similar to what's happening globally right now. Uh, they're suffering a drought and they're not sure if they're going to be able to produce the amount of food to pay their taxes. And situations happen, and a bet is made with these farmers, with Amir Khan's character, uh, making a bet with one of these uh, British dudes. And the bet is to is over a cricket match. Uh, the winner, if, if the Indians win, they will get three years without having to pay taxes. Uh, and if they lose, they have to pay triple the tax, which they ended up, the reason the bet comes to be is because they they end up getting their taxes raised uh double which they had previously had their taxes cut in half because of a drought and the drought is continuing but the 
due to the arrogance of this British dude, he wants the king to eat meat. The king is vegetarian and refuses to eat meat. So because of that, in, in order to punish him for not doing as the white dude says, uh, he he's, says that they're going to charge double the tax. And they go, the, these farmers go to sympathize, to beg this British dude not to raise the taxes because they're not sure if they would be able to pay just the standard tax as it is with the drought. And in them going there, they interrupt a cricket game and then get challenged. And the bet is accepted by uh, Amir Khan's character, whose name is uh, Bouvan. <clears throat> which I love Amir Khan. I think he's great. And uh, so it's, you know, it's a movie about this, like these farmers learning how they have three months to learn how to play cricket and to train and to somehow beat these British imperialists in a game of cricket. Uh, so it's like, you know, it's a fun, it's a fun movie. It really is. A lot of the movie is them learning and forming their team and uh you know the british trying to sabotage the whole thing and and like i said 90s disney action not action 90s disney sports movie vibe so it's a feel-good movie it, it it makes you it makes you hopeful like they're they're trying to do this big thing amir khan trying to be inspirational trying to not only give them hope but lead the way to to actually put action behind his hope uh and it's it's pretty amazing it's pretty fun ride uh despite it being long it, like i didn't mind the length of it right one it was on netflix so as far as the subtitle situation i'm not a fan of watching subtitled movies on amazon prime which there are multiple Indian films on Amazon Prime that I'm not watching at the moment because dealing with their subtitle situation is a, a bummer. Uh, so watching it on, on Netflix was a, a treat. It was a treat. And watching Amir Khan, who I enjoy, is a treat. All of the songs are a lot of fun. You definitely see a contrast. Obviously, there is uh, white characters in this movie as British people. And uh, the contrast in dancing and singing, uh, because there is uh, one of the one of the the white ladies of the English, the sister of the guy who makes this bet, wants to help the Indians out, wants to help the farmers out, and she goes to teach them the game. Right? She's not doing a whole lot other than teaching them the game. They have to train. They have to win the game. So it's minor minor influence from the white people. Uh, but there's multiple singing musical moments as you would have in an Indian film. And there's moments where this white lady is dancing and singing that really show how corny white people are. Uh, really takes you out. Really shows the contrast in uh, the two cultures. And uh, that was pretty funny. Uh, because, you know, the I'm so used to watching. I've watched... You know, probably close to 15 Indian films in the last couple months. And it's uh, there's definitely a style to the dancing and obviously the singing, the language and, and such that I've gotten used to and that I appreciate. Uh, so to see a, a British chick uh, 
singing and doing like a, a white person's impression of that in their own style uh, was was pretty funny. But there's also like a love triangle situation that happens. So there's not only is this like a 90s Disney sports movie, but it also has like most Indian films has a romantic aspect to it a rom-com aspect to it and the rom-com trope in this movie is the love triangle aspect between Bhuvan and Elizabeth and uh uh Gauri Gauri I think her name is uh so there's a little love triangle although it's not as much love triangly like Gauri thinks Bhuvan is into Elizabeth but he never really is spoilers uh so it's not as stressful as a typical rom-com love triangle could be uh you know you get to see a white lady get disappointed (laughs) get her heart broken but other than that uh it it adds a a fun thing i want to take a quick break from the show to let you all know that there is official merch for the ray taylor show head on over to inspireddisorder.com You can get t-shirts, different artwork available, different designs, all on high quality materials in all the sizes. There's also iPhone cases made of biodegradable material. That's right. This is not bad for the environment. This is good for the environment. So all those designs that are available on t-shirts are also available on phone cases designed by me, sold by me. Head on over to inspireddisorder.com to support the Ray Taylor show and promote it out in the world so all of the people in your life can see that you are a fan of the Ray Taylor show. Now, let's get back to that very show right now. All of the characters are really fun, you know, the ragtag group of people uh, that they that they get to get to uh be part of the team. You have uh, you know, you have this drummer guy who is, you know, super passionate. But because of his drumming, he's, you know, got a skill set that helps him whack the ball. You have this uh, crazy looking guy, this wild man who uh, who is uh, like a fortune teller guy. But he's like, uh, you know, he's got his own energy bringing to it. You have. Uh, a guy who has hens and chickens and he's really good at catching things. You have, there's a disabled kid who's part of a the lower caste system. So he's kind of like the farmer's slave. And he's also disabled. And there's a scene where, you know, they want to bring him in because his disability gives him a kind of a unique ability to throw the ball in a way that causes it to spin and makes it makes it harder to hit but there's you know a big uproar about bringing him in and how how like you know that would go against everything and people want to leave the team because of that but you have of course Bouvon you know convincing everybody's like we all need to work together it's great it's so heartwarming in every way which i absolutely love you also have of course the player who becomes the rat right he wants to he he's kissing up to the british guy thinking he's going to get special treatment so he's kind of you know giving up the goose to to everything that they're doing telling him that the the 
his sister is helping them uh, train, helping them uh, learn the game. And then he ends up being found out, but then brought back into the team to, to prove himself, uh, which is, you know, it, it's every every beat of this is just it makes you feel good. You know, their their progression of them learning. Uh, you see that, you know, the town and how everybody connect works in and and, you know, is part of each other. And the the a moment where clouds kind of go by and they're all celebrating, hoping that these clouds are going to bring them water to to feed their crops and the clouds just move away. They celebrated too soon. It's just it's just like beat after beat of this movie was just so much fun to watch. You also have uh, when the game starts, you have uh, you have uh, the like there's the momentum shifts of the game. So the game is played over three days, which is crazy. Um, and it's like the game starts like a little over like there's still like an hour left of the movie, at least of this movie when the game starts. Right, so the first two hours or three hours—it's almost a four-hour-long movie. So it's probably—I think maybe an hour and a half. The last hour and a half of this movie is the game portion, and there's like momentum shifts in the game. Right, they start off the the British are batting, right? They're the ones that are able to score, and they're just getting dusted. These Indians, right? These farmers are just getting destroyed. They are like completely unable to get these these British guys out so that they can take their turn batting and they're just getting just humiliated like just just right off the bat and then you see when the momentum shifts you see what happens all the time all the time when these like these like these people who are in charge these entitled spoiled wealthy white people when the moment they start start losing footing, right? The moment they the the that the momentum shifts in somebody else's favor, when they're no longer getting the benefit, they want to go in and change the rules, right? You see that in America right now with the, Donald Trump being investigated, and all of a sudden all these Republicans want to defund law enforcement, right? As long as law enforcement is killing unarmed black people. They're perfectly fine with funding law enforcement, but the moment they start investigating their Lord and Savior Donald Trump, we got to defund them, right? Same thing in this movie. As soon as they start losing their foothold and as soon as these, these you know, the, the Indians get their, the farmers get their chance to start batting and start, start scoring points, they, they get all out of, out of sorts. Actually, it was when they were pitching. Right. They had a guy, one of their guys who's really good at a slingshot. He would just like swing his arm around like super fast and they didn't know when he was going to let the ball go. So they like want to make a, a rule that you can't swing your arm around multiple times because it was throwing them off. And they even figured out a way around it, but it didn't matter. As soon as the rules of the game no longer suit them, they want to change the rules of the game. That's that's like capital. That's you know white supremacy capitalism it's it's the people in charge every aspect of that as soon as the rules are no longer benefiting them as soon as the rules are starting to benefit 
anybody b- but them. All everybody below them. Once anybody below them start, like even with the this college, ten thousand dollar college forgiveness on their loans, only ten grand, by the way. They want to change things. It's like this is unfair. This is unfair. Only only wealthy, privileged people should get the benefits. Not struggling people trying to make their lives better. Let's take a little break from the show to promote the many faces. That's right. I am also an artist. I do ink paintings on paper of abstract faces. A new face, a new painting gets released every single day over at InspiredDisorder.com. So head on over to my website to purchase original artwork directly from the artist. Also, there are prints available for select images. Head on over to InspiredDisorder.com, buy original art, buy prints if that's your jam, if you want 8 by 10 prints on high quality paper. Also, if you're looking to wear some art, there are shirts available with original artwork by myself. Select faces from the many faces are also available in t-shirt form. You go to InspiredDisorder.com, you buy original artwork, you buy prints, you buy shirts, you're supporting an artist directly. And if you're the type of person that likes to invest in NFTs, there are also NFTs available for select faces. Go to InspiredDisorder.com now. And now let's get back to the show. But yeah, starting to change there. But like crazy momentum shifts. And it's so great. It's like the way the game plays out is amazing. Even how it ends. I don't want to say how it ends. I don't want to spoil how it ends, right? But let's just say you're watching most most sports movies. You kind of know how they're going to end. They don't always win. I don't know if they win here. Maybe they don't win. Maybe they do win. Maybe they don't win, but something changes. Like things can happen. You don't know. Maybe it's a happy ending. Maybe it's not. But let me say this reminds me of a Disney's underdog sports movie. So take that how you will. But even then, the back and forth of the ending of this movie is amazing. Even when you think it's over. Even when you think you know how it ends, you don't know how it ends. There are, like, twists and turns and momentum shifts. And it's amazing. Like, I, I loved it so much. It was so much fun to watch. And... Like even the like even the things that happen at the end, there's like there's even a cherry on top, right? No matter like the the shifts, the back and forth, the conclusion, and then even after that, there's an additional cherry on top, and it's beautiful. And uh, I I absolutely loved it so much. Uh, let's just say the sky helped celebrate with the, the people. The sky in, like joined in on the celebration, and it, the the very end, like the conclusion of it, because of the way it concluded, like I the whole thing with this movie, which most movies obviously take with a grain of sand, the historical accuracy. I don't know if this movie's based on true events. I can't imagine it is, but as a movie, it's fun. It's a fun movie. And the way it ends, the way they, like, there's actually multiple cherries on the top uh, of this. 
of this great Sunday of of happiness and joy, right? The the way it ends, the way that they are able to eradicate all of the barriers that stand that stood in their way before, all of the hardships that they had had to deal with were 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 they were liberated from, right? the way it happens is so great. Like just one thing after the other and how people are treated for their bad decisions, uh, was great. So I absolutely love this movie. I'm really glad I watched it. It's been on my list for a while. Uh, like just, uh, there's a few Amir Khan movies that, uh, that aren't available that I'm looking forward to watching, but I, I do enjoy his, his movies and, uh, love it. So if you, Definitely check this out. Check out Lagan, L-A-G-A-N. Obviously, you can see it in the title. Uh, but also, if you enjoy Amir Khan in this movie, uh, he's done a few other movies, specifically Three Idiots, which is one of my favorite movies of all time, after having seen it recently. Uh, obviously, another Indian film. Uh, it's about him and two friends in college and engineering school and... It's an amazing movie. That one means so much to me. Like, I love that movie so much. Uh, again, it's one of my favorite movies of all time after having just seen it recently. Uh, but I'm a fan of Amir Khan in the multiple movies I've seen him in uh, so far and looking forward to watching more of his movies as well. Uh, but, yeah, check it out. PK was great as well. Uh, but, yeah, check it out. Lagan, Once Upon a Time in India, available now on Netflix or wherever you get your movies. Not really. It's Just look it up. Just watch. Type it in. Check it out. New episodes of The Ray Taylor Show come out every single day. Subscribe on YouTube and everywhere our podcasts are found. Binge the full week over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. Buy Ray Taylor Show merch over at InspiredDisorder.com. And follow the show on Instagram at Ray Taylor Show. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Peace. Ouch! Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality.